you get a plastic finger and you use that to penetrate the plastic arse. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.K podcast. It's episode... Is it nine or is it eight? This is nine because eight was the live gadget show. But it was, one a, that we it did. was a special though. All right, let's I deliberately labelled it a special, so I'm not sure. It's, so eight, it's like a it's, spin-off. It's eight or nine. I like the idea of it being nine because then that means next episode is ten, and that's like we did ten. But yeah, miracles do happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ten whole weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's go with nine. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the G.E.E.K podcast. I'm Dan and I'm Reg. And, oh yeah, you might have noticed Sean hasn't spoken yet because he's not here again. Yeah, but he does have a valid excuse. Which um, is? As we are aware that the Pitch Perfect DVD comes out tomorrow and Steve has been so excited because it's like the film equivalent of like Glee. Glee, the movie. Um, that he's basically gone to Asda now to form the queue. Uh, despite the, I suppose, needing of a queue for that film. Um, but it's got Stacey Pilgrim in, so I'm going to let him off. Yeah, I'm still not because it looks awful. Okay, there is that. Um, but the, the the genuine reason, I know for comedy's sake, that's that's it's all well and good, Reg. But um, he's he, he is working. We could have done it tomorrow, except he's going away. Now he doesn't know he's going away. It's all a big surprise. So fortunately, this episode won't be posted till tomorrow. So if he listens to this, I'm not going to blow the surprise. But every year um, for his birthday, which was a few months ago, by the way. Um, we we kind of go away on a little trip. We normally go to Centre Park. We go to Disneyland or something like that. And no one tells him. They just it's his friend that he lives with tells him, book this time off. We're going to go somewhere. And then he acts surprised. He's very good at it now. So uh, I think the last three years we've been to Centre Parks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's still like, oh, I'm going away, and I don't know where I'm going. So uh, we'll I see. reckon I reckon he knows yeah. where he's going. The biggest surprise is always like who goes as well. Like when me and uh, our other friend Rich turns up, he's like, oh, I had no idea you guys were going to also be here. So uh, is that how he says it as well? Exactly like that. That does sound yeah, like Steve. Sean, yeah. Um, but the uh, the exciting thing is that that, that means that there's going to be a regular podcast this week because we're there all the way up to Friday. So we're going to have to me, me and Sean are going to have to record from Centre Parks. Unless you use their free Wi-Fi, which is really awful, but <laughs> try and Skype in. Try and use it. Skype me. <laughs> we'll give it a go. I'll be um, I'll be doing something rather exciting probably while you'll be skyping me. What's that? Well, I have been randomly selected uh, to play Final Fantasy XIV Beta. Wow. Nine one. So my week is going to consist of me playing the Final Fantasy XIV Beta. So far from what I've played of it, it's beautiful. Okay. It's so, so nice. Right. It's in beta. I, but I, I thought it had already actually... I thought it had been out for ages. Right. This is Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn. Um, basically, Square Enix have have now finally come to the conclusion that Final Fantasy XIV was just an abomination. Okay. Uh, it was awful. The head exec guy left the, the studio. Um, they brought in, as we were discussing on another podcast, um, a new sort of president, a new head honcho who's trying to look after it. Uh, they've completely just scrapped the original game and they've brought the realm, they brought it back in again. They've Rebirth, hence the title the Realm Reborn. Ah, um, so fair. yeah, so it's a it's a brand new start for a, an old game. It plays nothing really like the old one, the story or anything. So 
it's it's really really good the only thing i will say is it's a typical final fantasy because it took about 20 minutes for me to actually be able to start moving around <laughs> uh the cutscene the intro the thing i did like though is that my character that I created was actually in the intro for the game which, is, right. which okay. is really cool and the character creation for the the title is immense so so good so nicely made uh so yeah um i'll keep updated unfortunately i'm not allowed to show any sort of visual um explanations or put up any videos because i had to sign disclaimers but i am allowed to talk about it oh, okay. um, as soon as a waiver um gets sent out which apparently is going to be in the next few weeks well, i'll then be able to start putting up <laughs> videos for it um but i can i don't know hopefully use some stock photos from their website because you know they are up and running and viewable for everyone right and okay. then i'll be able to discuss where I'm actually up to and what level I am and what character etc I'll be able to do so yeah it's going to be an exciting week for me while you off enjoying yourself and playing the Silent Hill arcade machine oh yes it's one of the best things about going to that centre parks they have the Silent Hill arcade machine that was the best thing about going to centre parks wow really well that and the Scott Pilgrim drinking game but yeah okay yeah do you know what we've spoken about the Scott Pilgrim drinking game before um, and we said we were going to do a video That's it's got to be forthcoming yeah I think it, what we should do is do it for the 10th Pod. Oh, the tenth anniversary pod. Yeah, I think the tenth anniversary <laughs> pod. We should um, we should do a drunken podcast once we've played the Scott. At the very least, game. I'll get the r the rules up on the website. That's I, I solemnly swear that I will actually put something up that we talk about. Promise. Uh, so I'll get the rules up, and you can cut out your own little name cards and everything. You can play along with us at home. That'll be. Don't condone drinking though, especially if you're like not eighteen, because that's very wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you have to throw that out there, don't we? Yes, totally. Oh. We're responsible digital <laughs> broadcasters here. Oh, um, but speaking of uh, Scott Pilgrim and speaking of putting games up on the internet, how those two things just I'll combine like the link. to uh, to bring you Geeks Go Gaming, Woo! which is our, a new uh, a new web series we've got up on our YouTube channel. Um, we're doing pretty well with the YouTube channel. I mean, we're putting lots of videos up. We put two up in one week, <laughs> as the one before was about a month ago. Um, yeah, we're gonna we, we'll, we'll keep it going. We'll keep putting stuff up every week. We'll try anyway. Um, so essentially, we're just going to be playing some games that we love, some games that we hate, some games that are just we can barely remember but really want to play again. Retro games, new games, whatever anyone wants us to play. Um, first game we played was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, which was amazing, especially because well, Steve has never really played it before. I think he's played it maybe once briefly. Uh, so, yeah, me and him playing that was pretty awesome. Uh, go and check it out on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash g dot e dot e dot k. Obviously, dot for the dots, not dots. Um, yeah, and while you're at it, go to our Facebook page, which is the same facebook.com g dot e dot e dot k, and Twitter forward slash g dot e dot e dot k. Yeah, we need more friends, we need more followers. I say this every week. Go and go and do it. And yet, you guys never do anything to help us out. Never. How rude. Yeah. Here we are, all, slaving all four away of for our you guys. Listeners are, are, are following us, I'm sure. I hope so. Uh, right, what have we got to talk about this week, Reg? Well, you know, it's not a lot of exciting news going on, apart from obviously the uh, the release well, the release of Batman Origins, which will be coming soon, hopefully. Ar Arkham Origins. Uh, the brand new Arkham game coming f uh, from the Wonder Brothers studio this yeah. time round, no Rocksteady. Um, so I don't think there's going to be really any huge uh, technological advances. However, it's going to go back in the good old days of Batman when he was younger, when he was more naive, um, when he was more intriguing towards what was going on in, in Arkham City. Uh, so we're going to be seeing a lot of the old, the older villains in the younger days. Uh, so this will be really interesting. So obviously Penguin won't have the, the bottle 
in his eye. He's going to have both eyes out and about and playing around. Spoiler um, alert. Dead shot. Not played it you know, yet, Red. Black Mask will be out there. So there's a couple that they've announced. Um, however, they haven't you know, shown off any sort of details yet. And there's probably going to be a lot more to come. Um, but failing that, the city is going to be apparently twice as big. Um, at least as what it was in Arkham City. And okay. Arkham City was, was pretty damn big. Um, so obviously to help you get around this time round, they give you the bat wing. Right, Unfortunately, okay. you're not able to control it. This <sighs> is going to be the one downside. But I reckon soon that they've got to be doing this. DLC. I reckon, <laughs> I think for the next probably, well, Rocksteady aren't going to be doing um, a new Batman one, are they? So I reckon they'll, their next title after that, and they go back to Batman. I reckon they'll probably have the Batmobile. Do you think they're going to? I reckon they'll go back to it. Okay. I honestly do. But I think this new title they're working on, which has been very well secreted, um, hopefully it's going to be a Turtles one, because that was the original rumour that was going around, doing a, an old school Turtles game, which will be immense. Which would probably tie in for the release of the movie, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to have nothing to do no. with the movie, but yeah. I but think it'll probably come out around in. the same time. It's yeah. like the uh, the Prince of Persia game that got released. Nothing to do with the movie, but came out about the same time. It yeah. was a proper Prince of Persia game, so I guess that's probably what they'll end up going for. However, I suppose speaking of movies and tie-ins and things, also Disney have just revealed um, a little teaser trailer for what's coming in the summer 2013, which would be the Castle of Illusion Ooh, uh, yes. remake. Well, that's what we're expecting. This seems to be the trend now. Take uh, all these classic games that we love from our youth, Mega Drive, SNES games, and just make them all nice and shiny in HD. And we actually, in fact, when we were talking about DuckTales a couple of weeks ago, we were, yes, exactly. We then went on to talking about Castle of Illusion, World of Illusion, Quackshot, all the classic yeah. Disney ones. See, I was hoping they were going to do World mm. instead, mainly because of the co-op um, inside it as well. I thought it would bring it back out into the um, into the new school, but hopefully, if Castle does well, World mm. will then carry on. Because um, the one good thing is the new Disney games aren't very good, bar Kingdom Hearts, which I know well, is primarily really Square, <laughs> but you know Disney's involved, and that's just. An amazing series of titles, the uh, 1.5 HD Mega Mix remix that's coming out. Hmm. Ugh, I can't have wait. you have you thought though, if they end up making a new Kingdom Hearts game, just the possibility of all the characters they've got now? Because think think of it, since the last proper Kingdom Hearts game that came out, they've bought Marvel, they've bought Lucas. Oh my word! <laughs> an be- entire Marvel world mixed with Final Fantasy characters. That would be well oh, good. Man. That would actually oh, the possibilities, like you said, I suppose would be endless. Endless. Especially with the likes of the Lucas uh takeover as well. I mean Yeah. They, awesome. Well, let's see how they how they decide they're gonna treat the LucasArts stuff because they've already just kinda given it a big big old kick in the knackers. By closing it down. We're a bit late on this. We we were contemplating recording a special pod but didn't really have time to do it, but um yeah, it's like it's it's not very good news. Oh, it's, it's awful. I mean, admittedly, yeah. I mean, when you've seen the post about it, they have sort of gone on a, a decline recently, Locus Arts. But to be fair, all the old school titles they had were, I mean, that's our history. That was our growing up. We got brought mm-hmm. up with the likes of Monkey Island, Full Throttle, you know, Day of the Tentacle. There was so many classic games, and even bringing it back to the future now, there's. There's so many games coming out that they're working on. The likes of the Star Wars games, the 1313. Yeah, 1313. Looked awesome. Had such a big buzz about it. Yeah, and I don't understand why why they've now put that on indefinite hold. In other words, they have just like shunted off. They just don't want to say. Mm. 
um, and the other Star Wars game, which was the sort of the Battlefront type game. Well, they were talking about Battlefront Four, weren't they? It's three, three, four, three. Yeah, this was going to be like a sort of precursor to three, ready for three to come out. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, again, shelved, mm. no longer wanted. But what they've said is they're going to go more into licensing, so you'll still see Star Wars games, of course you will. But yeah, you know, just and not made anything to do with Lucas. Yeah, and I guess fair enough. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what they do with Marvel games. That's what they do with Disney games generally. Shut down Junction Point, and was that the, probably the last Disney-owned studio they actually had? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. Yeah. But, never mind. But at the end of the day, when you really think about all the amazing LucasArts games, you think of things like Sam and Max, Monkey Island, you know, all the amazing classic point-and-click ones, the Indiana Jones games. Oh, the Fate of um, Atlantis, that was amazing. Yeah, the, the last good ones really that, that had those you know any of the kind of the famous Lucas characters in weren't anything to do with LucasArts it was pretty much all Telltale yeah so, I mean the, the, the Sam and Max stuff I wasn't that fussed on but um, Monkey Island was great it was like really really good um, just mm, as long as they just they, like everyone's been want to see a new Grim Fandango game I was going to say yeah. off to, to Telltale let them do it. They would make a fantastic new Grim Fandango game. Mm. Then they, that character, has, it, his story hasn't ended. I think they could do so much of that universe. It, mm. It's unreal. I mean, I was at least sort of hoping, in a quirky way, that the staff might want to do like a goodbye video, and actually just have like Manny sending them off on the boat. I thought that would just well, been an yeah. ace little, nice little touch for him. Obviously, they'd be devastated because they, they just lost their job in the studio. But <laughs> you know, let's spend this last week making just a video. Animation of the character that we love, we're never going to get to play with again. Yeah, mm. yeah. Definitely, or they could do like a lot of Super Smash. Here's what Lucas Arts does. <laughs> <laughs> if they could, well, if they, the if they could do like Cartoon Network and yeah. and whatnot, then they can definitely do it with uh with the Lucas Arts games. That'd be mm. immense. You see, Guybrush just insult sword fighting with Mickey. <laughs> That would be hate because if he picks up sword, obviously he won't be using it very well. So you just be pressing buttons in time for new insults. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, I'll say Mickey. How appropriate! You fight like a cow, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. What else we got while we're still on the subject of games? Um, Thief Out of Shadows. New trailer was released. That was a week and a half ago, actually. But again, another thing we've not had a chance to talk about. No, as I say, I put up a pod, uh, pod, put up a post um, on our website showing you off the trailer, um, and also discussed a little bit more about the game. But the game looks beautiful. Having Garrett back is is just such a at the timing of it as well. It's just so nice. Bring it into the new ge next generation of consoles. It just it looks stunning, really, really does. And this is the way the stealth should be going, instead of the likes of the new Metal Gears that are coming out now, which were originally stealth titles. You know what I mean? Rising isn't isn't very stealthy. No, it's got a little no. tiny tiny stealth part inside it, but it's all getting yeah, towards hack and slash no, now. Yeah, that's far more about that though. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, even I like the, the new Splinter Cell, I mean that that's gone more towards action as well. Mm. Whereas bring, bring a thief out now, hopefully, will respark the whole flame of the stealth titles. Yeah, but there's a, there's a chance they're all going to the action stuff for a reason that people are bored of stealth stuff. And in an age where you know Square Enix are, and you know Ados whatever they're, they're going through big troubles and they've had what three or four big titles that haven't really done it for them. A few of them, big sequels like Tomb Raider, didn't do as well as they thought. 
Um, well, um, they have one that's coming out on the PlayStation Plus next month in May. Hitman. Yeah, there you go. Hitman Absolution. That's yeah. apparently not done that well, so they've had to put it for as a freebie to get people going into the, uh, the yeah. PlayStation. Plus. And they sold. They sold well. They just haven't sold to what they wanted, and then they just, they announced let's do another another sequel to a game. That I I don't ever remember that many people really caring that much about. I, mean, so I remember them being really critically acclaimed, but I mean, with Thief, I think Thief One and Two were out when we were working at the the game shop and I don't ever remember him being that massive I don't know mate Thief did really well I think they ruined it when there was a Thief title that was actually came out was it on the Xbox yeah that was Thief 3 I think yeah and that wasn't that didn't do very well but again I think they've gone back to the to back to the drawing board brought it back out I mean the Thief games are they've got a, a proper cult following mm. um, so I mean but is that enough no, that's the thing I, I'm not sure it is I I don't know. I mean, I I hope that it I hope it does do well. I hope it it deserves to do well. I think the whole universe they've created there is is fantastic, and the law behind it also. I hope it does do really really well and brings it back out into foray. Mm. Yeah, I'm not so sure, but maybe <laughs> that's just me being negative. You know, I was never massively into them. I, I, I they, like you say they looked amazing, but just yeah, didn't do it for me. I mean, well, to be fair, even if you're, I suppose you're not into that, have you seen the other sort of reveal trailer um, that I have put up on the website? The flashback, um, the original core no, team. You mentioned this to me actually. Flashback, yeah. the yeah, classic 2D kind of platformer game from yeah back in the day. Yeah, well, they're they're remaking it and it looks amazing. They've put so much love into it it's for the 20th anniversary um, of Flashback. I can't believe it's that long ago. Well, actually, I suppose I can when you think about it. Yeah, it's, it was Mega Drive, wasn't it? It's crazy how how fast it's come around. But it's the original team. The the trailer looks brilliant, apart from the extremely weak acting uh, voice acting skills. <laughs> um, it's terrible, but I don't know if they've done that on purpose, trying to does he keep it to the old school when the voice acting was never that great originally mm. um, in the old titles. Obviously, you know, flashback never really had the voiceovers, but I think it's just going to be. It's so good and so nice to, even though they're remaking it, is to keep it with the old school style. And I think it's amazing the fact it's the original team, all of the original team mm. that are working on it as well. So, you know, they've got a massive love for the character, for the universe. Hopefully, if that does well, another world as well. Yeah. I'd love to see another world remade. Well, they, they've released it for um, mobile, for tablets and mobile phones. Um, and it's, they, they haven't really done anything to it, though. That's the difference. Don't know. Right. Fair enough. It's just, yeah, it looks exactly the same. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think that's where the the future is, though. Everything's kind of going way, 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 way towards more towards tablets. So all these classic games, they're just you know rehashing and re-releasing, which again, it's fine. But then you look at some big, big releases like they're coming out. Things like um, like New Broken Sword. The Broken Sword One and Two have been really, really, really successful for them. And now Broken Sword Five, they uh, you know part of the Kickstarter. They said if they reach a certain amount, they do a mobile version as well. No, right. When they, I don't know when they do that. I can't. I, they, they design a game for a PC or for a console or whatever, to then gear it for a, a tablet. You've got to be losing something. Yeah. Otherwise, why not just do it for a tablet straight from the start? No, I'm in no. agreement. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, mobile gaming. I've discussed this with you on numerous occasions. It doesn't. It doesn't sit right with me at all because I mean even we've done it when I've been sat around at yours and you've been playing a game on your tablet mm. right 
when I'm at yours when you've got a console and a laptop right there in front of you now admittedly it's great for when you're on the go and on the move mm. if you really want to do it but the likes of RPGs that are being placed onto into mobiles like the Final Fantasies the Crown Trigger etc yeah. on a bus journey on a touchscreen phone especially the likes of like the old iPhones like I had um, Taptics on the iPhone 3GS and it, it was impossible to play it it wasn't really that much fun and I don't understand why they're doing it well what's the difference between playing on that or playing on a 3DS whatever it, well yeah. the 3DS it was originally geared for it now again all the games for like so the 3DS mainly in the and the the DS even the original Game Boys were primarily all quick burst sort of games to play there's a couple of RPGs out there that have got save points like every two minutes okay that's great the likes of Final Fantasy Tactics where a, a battle can last an hour hour and a half you know a, a train commute to, to work and back for myself is about a half hour yeah so you literally get into a fight have to turn off your, your phone if your phone rings cuts off the game anyway you have to redo it again not, the likes not necessarily of, like to a 3DS or a 3DS uh, that never happened I agree back at the beginning it, it was a bit more like that you know you, you'd play really really bad games on your, your Nokia N95 or whatever but I don't know some, some of the stuff that they're doing now is just as good if not better than what you'll get on a, a Vita or on a um, or on a DS you know I don't there's there's plenty of absolute dross out there like the the, the tendency to go towards um, games that are free that you then have to buy you know whatever like bricks to build a building or something like that or donuts in the case of the Simpsons game they they make an absolute fortune from it and that's all they're interested in oh yeah there's I mean the thing that there. really annoys me as well with the mobile games especially because they like to link it into likes of Facebook and things so in order to carry on your game so it could be like sort of like the Candy Crush which the missus is completely obsessed with um, now in order for her to get past another level she's got to invite like five or six friends exactly. onto it now if you were playing say for example say Broken Sword on the on the DS okay in order to get to the the next screen you would never have the yeah exactly invite three friends yeah. into the Broken World universe in order to hit the next <laughs> screen or to have this part of the puzzle exactly no. And but I don't, I don't think that's the fault of the, the anything to do with the kind of the quality of the games. I think that's purely because you've got a device that's permanently connected to the internet, pretty much that you you can do this sort of stuff, and uh, so that's just, where it's, it's gone. It's if you're because oh, if I, you're one I, of those sort of people, agree, that either it, so a much. don't have friends or b like your friends like mine going, will you please stop with invites? I'm sick of of Candy Crush invites. Exactly. Absolutely so you know, then you don't want to be bombarded with that. If you want to enjoy your game, you're going to have half an hour to play it on the train. Yeah. Okay. Then that half an hour time would be dead lucky if at least one person says, "Yeah, you go on then. I'll help you out so you can carry on playing." It's I just mobile gaming with me just doesn't doesn't bode well. I yeah. don't, don't like it. That uh, totally that aspect. I completely agree with you, but I I don't see why it can't be as good as some of the stuff you'd get on a Vita or a 3DS. But the big difference yeah, is I mean, you're paying like 35 quid for a game on the Vita, and when you can go and buy Angry Birds 69p that's got like 800 levels. Why would you, you know, why would you go and spend thirty-five pound on a game? And that's one of the problems. Even things like, you know, you look at FIFA on um on the PlayStation, uh, on PlayStation Vita, or you look at it on the iPad, it's just as good. Yeah, really, it's just as good. And things like your your, your iPad version, there's more to it because then, like, so you've got this internet connection, and you've got you can actually use um an iPhone as a controller. Things, just loads of little things like that. I think there's a lot of scope to it, but. It's it's when 
when developers are, are worried about not making much money out of them because they're only selling for two ninety nine, so they then put all these in game transactions, and it's not like you know optional downloadable content. It is if you want to get further, you're really going to have to buy some, yeah. you know, whatever these points are, whatever this in game money, or you're not getting anywhere for about two months. Like I'm playing, I'm quite happily playing The Simpsons Tapped Out, and I'm kind of enjoying that I only have to dip into it for five minutes every few hours or whatever every day just to pick up whatever money's lying around see what missions are there and set something going so I go, they go oh but you need to build the police station and get Chief Wiggum so I'm like okay great get the money build it 24 hours later it's built so I'll go back I don't have to be sitting there for hours just playing but at the same time it'd be nice to have something like SimCity where I could just buy it I could just pay the money and not have to wait like a day for a building to to be built yeah but I suppose is that again if you if you buy something it can instantaneously build it on the tap docks well, I haven't played it myself but I suppose if you're you paying can, real if life you're money paying, if you're paying for donuts well, yeah there you go it's you want to buy a boatload of donuts which is something like 7,000 donuts that costs 69.99 what? yes <laughs> when have you ever spent 69.99 on a game not a special edition because <laughs> I know you can answer yeah, quite a lot. Well, yeah, if you see the collection of figures up and I've got on the shelf at the moment. That's fine. You get, you're getting a Max Payne statue. You're getting a, a Connor with a bow. No, this is a this is virtual donuts. It's, it's just it's unbelievable. And the thing is, as it's happened before anyway, especially with with the Apple devices, the kids play it, don't realise what they're doing, and end up like spending thousands of pounds on. You, you, on there's potential it's for it. it. Really, really is. That's the thing. I mean, even that. It's just. Even whatever how many thousand donuts it is won't get you necessarily that far. It's just mm, that's that's the that's the main thing that doesn't sit with me, right? But I think they've got potential to be just as good as some of the handheld stuff. Mm, yeah, so. no, I mean don't get me wrong. The you know you can see the comparisons, and yeah, there have been some some great titles out there on the on the iOS. Mm. Um, but the only thing as well that I have the problem with is most of the major sort of companies now are doing loads of games on iOS instead of making games on consoles again because iOS is where they think it's happening and this is where I mm. I start suffering the problem because it's easier for them to make a really toned down shortened version stick it on yeah. an iOS than to make a, okay. a decent let me put it this way then um, so, so a game developer decides to make a game for um, for Android you know and they put plenty of effort into it really good game say the new Broken Sword or whatever um, great. Now you, all you're doing is playing it on a phone or on a tablet. Give it two, two, three months when Ouya's released. So uh, for anyone who doesn't console. know, Ouya, yeah, <laughs> Ouya is the Android running games console that kind of broke loads of Kickstarter records. Um, that is just literally just Android with its own skin on on the top um, and its own game store. Um, and you know they've got they've got something like 400 t titles for launch, um, and a lot of you know there's a lot of just dip in and you know, like casual games but then there's a lot of really big in-depth games and it's it's as powerful as my blowing laptop I've got sitting in front of me it's like quad core with all just it's amazing it's a great little machine it's going to be $99 so you know that the, then you're talking about playing a game on a console really but it's a game that was designed for a tablet as well you know yeah. what I mean so well, it's, it's the way it's, it's coming around now though isn't it it's, it's yeah and that's Fine. I mean, I reckon you've got more on your on your PlayStation. I reckon you've got more PSN games than you have actual physical games, or getting close to it. 
It's it's certainly it's getting there now. One. Yeah, I mean, I must have about sixty titles on the on the PSN. Exactly. On um, and they're not. I mean, there's I, plenty of big full games, but there's a lot of them that if they released as a as a boxed game, people wouldn't look at it twice, you know, or they wouldn't be able to charge twenty, thirty, forty quid for it because it's just not full. But you don't necessarily complain about it. You kind of that's what you maybe expect from a PSN game or an Xbox Live arcade well, game. Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, the other thing as well though is most of the games are from indie developers, so it's a nice chance for, to play something fresh from a brand yeah. new studio or team. So it is. It's you know it's it has its its perks and its advantages, and you wouldn't yeah. mind shelling out two ninety nine or you know three sixty nine whatever something exactly. along the lines to play that. And there is that. The problem is you just got to sift through a lot of the the Candy Crush and the blooming you know theme park world and the Sims free play stuff like that. Just yeah, you just got to get through. <laughs> but yeah. anywho, well while while I'm on the subject of good old Android. Um, uh, quite a big announcement came about last week from uh, from Facebook. They've announced Facebook Home for uh, for Android phones, which everyone thought was going to be a brand new phone. Which kind of, in a way, there is. There, there's going to be a kind of a, a relatively official Facebook phone called HCC First coming out from um, from really a, yeah from HCC. Well, basically, Facebook Home is a new skin for like a front end for Android for your mobile phone. So if you've got a Samsung Galaxy or you've got a you know with TouchWiz, you've got a HCC whatever with um, with Sense on it, it will replace that. So you still have Market, you still have all the same apps and stuff like that. But basically, it's completely integrated into the kind of the the main shell of how the phone works. So your your wallpaper will just be kind of maybe cycling through your photos and um, you know all your status updates will just pop up and people's faces will pop up in little bubbles when someone messages you or comments. So it's purely optional. It's just going to be a download in the Play right. Store, released on the twelfth. So that was yesterday. We thirteenth today. Fourteenth. Uh, yeah. Released two days ago. So I was like, oh, brilliant! Just in time for me to get my nice shiny new HTC One, which is amazing, by the way. Um, yeah, you, you need one. So good. I, I I was toying with the idea of going <laughs> to get the S Four because um, the missus has just got the phone that I really wanted, which was the S Three. Um, and I've got this thing where I need to have a better phone than her, yeah. so I was I was going <laughs> to hold fire for the S4 just to be like, ha ha, I'm one up from you. Um, but now seeing you round Alton Towers with the yeah with the HTC One, is uh, it? Yeah, there's it's, so many nice little things like using. I, I I put a post up when it got announced, um, so sift back through our website if you want to take a look. But um, the camera app has something called HTC Zoe built into it where. <laughs> Basically, rather than take a just a straight photo, it takes a three-second video clip, um, and then the things you can do with this video clip are just amazing. Like you can you can just go through the uh, all the frames and pick your photo, and it's you know it's a full quality photo. Yeah. Um, or then you can do like we, I took a shot with um, we're standing in front of Oblivion, and Oblivion just you know drops drops straight down the uh, the vertical drop. I filmed that the little three-second clip, and then you can pick out frames from that, and it overlays them over each other so essentially we've got this photo that looks like it has no photoshopping to it but it has three pick the three kind of oblivion cars going down this drop within each other it's awesome but you uploaded it to facebook didn't you yeah. go and like alton towers was so busy today they put three carts on yeah um, they were meant this is mental <laughs> and people were like oh my god <laughs> but just, no, it just yeah it was literally just that zone yeah. which is amazing things things like that it's just they they've thought about what you know 
they didn't want to be chasing megapixels or anything like that. They didn't want to be just going, this is a an octocore amazing thing, and it's you know it's got 17 gigs of RAM, and it just they just they were just like, right, what's important? We make a nice looking phone, which it is just such a nice looking phone. The metal casing, yeah, um, really nice screen. Um, not overkill on the processor. It's like 1.7 quad core, um, and then they like I say put a lot of work into the camera, making it just work really nicely and all the little behind the scenes stuff and that's great I but, love the speakers as well oh yeah um, the speakers on the phone oh, I've never front, seen uh, something so uh, loud on a phone it's amazing and they're right they, they on the advert they show like a load of bands um, playing gigs facing away from you so it's all sounds muffled and stuff like that and they're like why would you want you know um, when you want to listen to music you don't want the sound facing away from you which is true when you think about it every single phone I think I've ever had has had a speaker on the back yeah which is a bit stupid whereas these just blasts out just brilliant yeah well, when you played it when we were outside um, with the rides whizzing around us yeah you could uh, still, still hear it hear it really loud it was, it was crazy it is awesome but um, my point was anyway I was like oh great so I got this a couple of days ago Facebook Home will be out I'll be able to download and give it a go and I'll give a little review on the show put a little post up went on the, uh, the, the uh, Play Store yeah not available in your country what? <laughs> yeah okay so Americans get it for now. Ah, right. <laughs> I thought you had it because when you showed me the message when you were playing around with the, well, with the friend. And the kind ball. of. That's one of the nice things. They've updated the Facebook uh, Messenger app um, to incorporate some of the parts of it. So you don't have to go full kind of in, into home. You can just have Facebook Messenger. The Facebook Messenger can also be your, um, your text messaging app, there, app now. So you oh, can right. have everything pulled into one. Um, if someone messages you and you're sitting playing Plants vs Zombies, a little little uh, bubble will pop up with the person's face, and you can tap it, and then it opens up, literally like a window on top of your main screen to say, "Here's your conversation." Oh, that's nice. When I close so it, you just still drag run it down. in the background. Yeah, and it's it's really nice. Actually, it works really well. Um, so you can keep all your conversations running. So yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how long that goes. I might have a search to see if there's uh, someone's put the APK up because it'd be nice to actually have a proper go of it. But um, otherwise. Looks like we'll be waiting, mm. but never mind, eh? Um, other awesome thing this week. Um, in fact, you know what was it? What day was it? We went to Alton Towers. It was Friday. Friday was full of just wonderful emails that we both were getting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first of all, obviously got a nice shiny HCC one. HCC decided they give away some free movies on their uh, on the HCC Watch app. All you had to do was tweet them and just say, "Oh, I want to want a film." Um, and retweet one of their posts. Um, I retweeted one of their posts and also um, tweeted them and said, hey, I've got a new phone, it'd be really nice to show it off. And they went and sent me two free movie codes, which was awesome. <laughs> Reg also got one. Reg then also got the email saying, hey, do you realize yeah, um, you, you can join in on the Final Fantasy fourteen beta? So he was kind of happy about that. And then yeah, that I was so excited, <laughs> I was like, I just bounced around, I was like, like oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I got an email later on from Comixology saying, "Hey, remember the old, uh, the Marvel number ones um, thing we were running before, and it went all horribly wrong because <laughs> yeah. everyone crashed the servers. Um, and you registered your interest for it. Well, you can go and do it now. So, oh, okay. amazing! So yeah. you've yeah, you've got that now. So yeah, basically, they before it was they literally just put it up on the Comixology app, and you went in, and that just couldn't handle it. So no. now they've been kind of drip feeding it to the people who registered." Um, you get two days to go onto a website where it just has a list of all the comics you can get and you can go through and tick each one you want and say add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart um, and there's 700 titles there 
That's a lot so, to choose from. Yeah, I just did three and went, okay, I'll, I'll just, I got about 70 in the end. Did you? Um, so I'll, I'll <laughs> dig in at some point. <laughs> no, did you decide what um, what film you're going to have from, from no, the No, I've not grabbed it yet. From the store yet. The store's a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, for the, a lot um, of stuff. The, you see, I'm, I'm still confounded. I don't know which one no. to choose at the moment. There's just so much to choose from that um, I'm torn. Admittedly, I would like to, to have The Hobbit, but I don't think I could watch it on the um, on, on my the phone. phone. Because as, as nice as my phone is, I've got the HTC One S is it mm-hmm. um, I've got at the moment I don't watching a film on on a screen that size I just don't for likes of Hobbit I don't I can I could watch like of animated like a manga or you know a, a film like that but I just couldn't watch a, a fully well there you go they had, uh, they had the Dark Knight Rises um, the Dark part Knight Rises one. Dark Knight Returns part one yeah I think that'll probably be yeah. my my one of choice to be fair yeah, I think it'd be nice, but with the HD, see, I suppose HD link that you've got with your with your new one comes with, that'd be a great thing to just whack up on the TV as well. Yeah, yeah. The the one thing that I think was missing from the comicsology thing though is literally an add all button, <laughs> because the amount of people who are going to go free comics, I'll have them all. Oh, I'm yeah. just honest. There's not that many bad ones there. I was just like, okay, what what am I seriously going to read? So I just sifted through and got you know some of the good stuff there, but um, yeah, it would have really been so hard to just have. I'll have everything. No, no, you've got to click seven hundred times plus if you want. <laughs> I think maybe it's trying to do a bit of um, yeah. Just please of, don't take seven hundred. Yeah, fairness, <laughs> isn't it really fair usage? Well, what's it matter? The thing is, the amount, uh, there's a lot of titles that are on Comicsology normally that are just free. The, the episode like uh, issue one, like to be fair, we were talking about last week. Um, how we're going to see. Um, Nick Spencer do a, a signing in London at the beginning of May um, and he's signing his new uh, trade paperback of Bedlam which neither of us knew anything about to be fair but I thought oh well, let me just look on Comicology and there you go issue one is free oh so nice have a read of that before we go which would be nice yeah um, yeah things like that first issue of Walking Dead in fact one of the later ones that I first um, issue with Michonne in they released when um, series three of the actual TV show started you can get issue one of Morning Glories, you can get issue one of Thief of Thieves, lo- loads of stuff. So it's not like it's unheard of. So what's the problem with just making them free? Like if I you know, if I'm gonna read issue one of Hawkeye, I might really enjoy it and then I'll go and buy the trade paperback. So I don't know, it's a win win to be fair. Yeah. You'll end up just getting hooked on something and then then what happens? Well, I say that is the the problem, isn't it? I do have, especially with you, because you keep on passing me across comics, going, "I've just read this, read this," and like, yeah. I don't have to. Ooh, and then I start then getting addicted and hooked on on the comics you give me. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose it is a bit of a a good point you're saying with obviously trying to go through all seven hundred of them. Um, I might just have to download the app and just work my way through them to save. Well, save you can't now. <laughs> oh, can't I? Yeah, now? unfortunately. You had to register back. Whatever it was about three or well, four weeks ago. I suppose it was ago. like free comic book day. The link here with free comic book day as well, and that's when no. you got the email through. No, because that's I think that's the third or the fifth of May. That's coming up soon, actually. Uh, oh yeah, because we were in America last year, weren't we? When yeah. it hit, don't remind me. Oh well, free comic books though. But that was awesome. To be fair, got free comic book day. We happened to be in the states at the time, um, and not far from where absolute legendary comic artist George Perez was living. So he decided to go down to his local comic book shop and do a signing. So great, went down, got um first print of Superman number one signed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Must have the number new fifty two one. It was yeah, the new fifty two Superman. Yeah, which is awesome. Got that nicely framed on the wall now. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it does look good. Rob Pettis, I'm that around here. I was having a look and there's, there's, no one's doing any signings anyway. No. <laughs> Although I don't know any Scouse comic book artists. I, I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't think of any. Off no one's the top of my head, I can't think of, <laughs> <laughs> of anything, to be honest, like that, no. To be fair, I was so surprised when I read, like, I, I, I jumped onto the um, Skyband Entertainment website a few months back. Um, I was just having a look through the news. And it goes, oh, issue 106 of The Walking Dead is Charlie Adler's, um, like, 100th issue. So, uh, to celebrate, he's doing a signing. And I was like, oh, yeah, where's it going to be, like, you know, Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles or something like that? And it's like, he'll be signing at Infinity and Beyond in Shrewsbury in uh, in the UK. I was like, what? Just Shrewsbury. That's like, <laughs> it's that's an hour away. such a random location, wasn't it? And then when I start looking into his bio, like, on his Wikipa Wikipedia page... It's like, oh yeah, he was uh, he he lives near his mom in Shrewsbury. <laughs> like, That's so crazy. Wow. <laughs> but speaking of um, Superman, I suppose, have you seen all the the latest news and the trailers for, for the, the Man of Steel? The Man of Steel. Mm. It looks so good. And have you seen as well? He's been teasing that apparently there's going to be absolutely no kryptonite in the film as well. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see any sort of weakness for Superman in this. Mm, but that's fine. Doesn't mean it doesn't. That, that's the thing. Everyone's like saying, oh, you know, he's writing out kryptonite from the whole you know mythos and everything but he's not necessarily it's just not in the movie yeah which is fine because from what i've seen you know a good third of it is going to be when super you know clark kent was like 12 or whatever yeah so. you think it's good but the only thing is with, with superman is we've had this conversation again on so many occasions that he is so powered that overpowered it's unbelievable um so I suppose the kryptonite is in the film like now i'll be watching it and thinking oh well he's unstoppable in this film well, but do you know in in the actual kind of comic universe, the thing that keeps him in check is Batman. Yeah, Batman has um, like a piece of kryptonite that he keeps just in case. Yeah, which is awesome. The, I, love, I love the um, idea of that. We play the Lego Batman game. Um, oh, okay, we're featured in that really. Yeah, amazing. Me, me and the missus <laughs> have been playing Lego Batman too, um, and go through it all. And obviously, Superman comes in and he's involved quite a lot. And there's always the running joke between them them two. Uh, Superman and Batman of like you know who's more powerful and Batman mm. hates being saved by Superman yeah. um, and when the back in the Batcave he presses like a, a little switch or something and there's a little stash of kryptonite in the Batcave <laughs> at the ready and he flicks it back and just has a little smile on his face and like sort of walks away and it's it's a nice little touch and I was like nice that's brilliant but yeah it's it's an, it they put a lot of effort into the into the Batman um, thing but yeah I didn't realize how how deep down it went the Batman and Superman. Mm -hmm. um, sort of crossover. I well, thought it was just going to be one of those weird crossovers they used to do when it was like you know Superman versus Alien. And that, but yeah. apparently it's a, a well, it's all the same universe. That's the thing. So why not? But if that, in fact, that's one of the things of um, if you do get the Dark Knight Returns Part One, and then you eventually get to watch Part Two, or just read it because it's amazing. Um, yeah, that that's probably one of the most famous Batman Superman showdowns. It is. Absolutely, just phenomenal. To be fair, that whole the whole story through that, like it, the Joker, go, it just goes absolutely mental and that's really really dark. But that whole battle with Batman and Superman is. I do need to get onto them because uh, they've just been released on DVD as well, haven't they? Part I two. think part two's been out come out in the states, but I don't. I've not seen it here yet. But I could be I'm wrong. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to buy them. Yeah. Because uh, I really want to watch them. Well, the year they did year one like a year or so ago didn't they and that was great Like they were, that's one of the things that I think uh, DC are doing better than Marvel and that's kind of the animated stuff 
yeah. you know, the movies might not necessarily be living up to the whole <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe, but yeah, the animated stuff really is. But I'm not sure what's going to be next for them after they've done Dark Knight Rises. Everyone wants them to do Killing Joke, but I think that would be just a bit too grim for a, an animated one. I don't know, possibly. mate. They, they could they could definitely do that. I mean, that's what they've, they've started with the tone now anyway with the DC Universe and making it dark mm. uh, with the with the ones they're releasing. So if they're going to go dark, the Killing Joke would be the perfect one to go dark with. It's it, That is grim. Mm. That is very, very dark. Uh, fantastic story. They'd though. have to have Mark Hamill doing it as well, though. He, he, his role is, is superb, Mark Hamill. I think the way that he portrays him is yeah. spot on. So, yeah, I'd love to see him actually play. Well, he said he's retired from it now, isn't he? I, don't know, I think last I heard, he was he was kind of, he said he was done with it, but we'll see. Did he, he did he did Arkham City, didn't he? He did and do Arkham was, City. I think that's the most recent thing he did. Because in, um, I forget who it is, in, um, in Dark Knight uh, Returns, can't remember. I it's don't know. I've there. not seen um, it, unfortunately. So I'm unfortunately unaware. Yeah. Um, do you know what? We're doing really well on these little um, kind of segues into different subjects. Totally unintentional, but while we're on the subject of Batman, um, Kevin Smith's a massive Batman fan. Nice, the Fat Man on Batman. Fat, exactly. You know, the guy who does a weekly podcast called Fat Man on Batman. Which it's just if you've got any interest in Batman you have to listen to it because he just some of the guests he gets on and I don't I think it, it's not even such a kind of just a conversation it's not an interview sits down with all these people from the world of Batman um, like Mark Hamill was a perfect example and he just chats to him but he, he knows so much about the world and he knows you know all the little stories and stuff that he can just go off on them and just, just completely fanboy out and that's why it's so good yeah, once once you've finished listening to us and watching all our YouTube videos, just go and give Fat Man on Batman a go. Don't don't take time from your yeah. No, the thing uh, I like listening. about it as well is that I'm, I like Batman. I do. I mean, Spider Man's my favourite superhero, but I do really like Batman. But in relation towards the sort of the universe and the the whole the Gotham era, I wasn't like 100 percent certain on most of the back history for it. Mm. But it's just it's so informative, and it's not in a even though it is a geeky sort of podcast because it's literally just a Batman podcast. Yeah, the way it's done is so entertainment because it is Kevin Smith. Yeah, exactly. Um, the way his conversation works, the way that he he does chat, it's even if you're not a massive fan of Batman, it's still well worth a listen to. Mm. Obviously, after us. Yes, exactly. And only after once us. You, once you're done with uh, with listening to our stuff. Yeah, and then you could always suppose segue that in as well, and just being like, "Hey, g dot e dot e dot k brought me along to this pod site." Yeah, just tweet, tweet old, old Mr. Smith, and just tell him. To be fair, he's. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get onto the actual news that I've got about Kevin Smith in a minute, but just while we're talking about, it, he's. I've got. To, he's, he's probably one of the biggest inspirations for actually doing this. Yeah, because he he's constantly just. I mean, obviously, you go to you go to his Twitter feed, and it is all just pouring out his podcasts his like 14 podcasts he does a week and he's you know he's gone from being a huge movie maker to now just go oh I'll do one more movie and this is what I do now he just talks for a living um, he's always going on just if you want to do something just do it just grab it and do it don't you know don't worry about what people will think so this was it's got to be a good what nine months ago we started talking about doing this podcast yeah uh, yeah, and we were like, we'll, we'll, we'll do it eventually. Like, yeah, let's get this settled first. We'll do this. You know, it took, well, it took till January or February to actually get it done, but still, 
yeah it's, it's, it's definitely a massive part of why we're doing this so let's let's hope it's worth it <laughs> but, be. it's, I mean like, that's what I love about about the likes of um, we're saying obviously he's the inspiration for it and the reason we want to do it and it's it's one of those things that he said and possibly one of the, the best sort of quotes for us to do it is you know try it if nobody listens nobody's going to hate it mm. and that's it so even if you know people are listening to it now you know if if they like it amazing then the day if nobody listens to it then we don't have to care because no one's going to hate it and that's it that's the best I suppose philosophy if you're going to start recording it yeah unfortunately people are listening which is awesome yeah and we're actually getting some really positive feedback which is amazing yeah I love it and the views we're getting on the YouTube channels everything's just on the increase and we're back on the front page of, of iTunes again yeah I love that I, I, it is amazing <laughs> just waking up in the morning just I really like, I'd, I I'd, love to, I'd love to know what the criteria is for putting us there because we're not really new anymore which means we must be noteworthy yeah <laughs> well I mean we have to so you know we're, we're getting a, a nice amount of downloads and, yeah. and listens and thank you very much everybody and hopefully you continue the spot really really nice yeah just go and like us on Facebook will you please <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Twitter goodness with, sake with to be fair I, I'll tease this now but we, I need to kind of work out all the logistics of it but we're going to have a, a contest soon um, which just to drive people through to our website we've got something i'm going to give away which is a little bit special um so just mm -hmm. it'll be it'll be involving you know just follow us on everyone who follows us on twitter everyone who likes us on facebook everyone who kind of um reblogs us on uh, tumblr and follows us on the website will get an entry so uh you may as well get a head start you know if you want to enter and win some pretty sweet swag i said swag yeah. uh, <laughs> well not not like swag as in that you know Swagger Jagger, that sort of swag. As swag as in. Like, oh, it's in like a robber swag. Yeah, robber swag, but, but not, not robber. It's great. But either way, um, yeah. So Kevin Smith. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that if, guy. Okay, so let's 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 um, do the list of stuff he's got going on. As we said, say about fourteen, fifteen podcasts a week. Um, he's got Clerks Three. He's writing. Yeah. Uh -huh. He's got uh, Hit Somebody, um, which is his hockey movie that's now become a mini series that he's got on the go. Yep. He's got um, a kind of a sitcom that he's going to be in, or a short com as they're calling it, which is <laughs> essentially it's an hour-long TV show with five ten-minute kind of sitcoms in, and he's kind of writing and starring with Ralph Garman um, so in one of them. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. I just can't wait. Um, what else are you doing? He's uh, he's got. Bellicosity, the new his new Batman uh, oh, comic art coming out, oh. <laughs> and, and I'm sure a lot, a lot, a lot more. Um, oh, Jane Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon yeah, movie, of course, which he's touring well. with. He's quite a busy man, I can imagine. Yeah, he thought, oh, let's just squeeze one more thing in there. He's got a, a new kind of web series coming out, which is Kevin Smith's Cartoon Lagoon. Which <laughs> <laughs> all we've seen so far is a photo. In and, a submarine. Yes, I now, love it. If, if you've ever watched what Space Ghost Coast to Coast or you know something that, that sort of stuff, um, essentially live action mis mixed with animation, um, it's going to be released on iTunes. He's not said anything else yet. I'm sure at some point we'll get a DVD release. Um, yeah. But um, he plays himself. Jason Mewes is going to be in it as kind of himself. Ralph Garman's going to be doing voices galore in it. Hmm. Um, the thing I loved it, the photo he posted on Facebook. Um, is kind of yeah him in the submarine with the microphone in front with like this puppet Shecky his dog. Well, that's what and I it love. Yeah, looks amazing. <laughs> Everyone who listens to any of his at home podcasts knows Shecky. 
just because of his shaking <laughs> shut up <laughs> brilliant um, yeah that, that's out in a couple of weeks you can pre-order that now I think it's about £2 for um, for a HD version £1.60 or something for the standard version um, not said how many epi- episodes it's going to be but from what it looks like it's going to be Smodimations so the animated versions of you know the best bits from his podcast um, mixed with live action introductions and stuff like that which I don't care if it's stuff I've seen before because it's, the, the Smodimations are brilliant yeah they are so good so so good yeah so it's a Smodimation animation that's going to be in the Jane Simon Bob Super Duper cartoon movie yeah, isn't it yeah a so. guy called Steve Stark who was the first one to do it um, he just he had just decided one day oh that's a funny bit and he animated um, I think was it the Aquaman bit no that's the second one the first one was um, Gordy the Righteous um, Canadian Bob. <laughs> yeah carrying <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> underpants underneath the, uh, the centre spot of the hockey rink yeah brilliant just have a google for smart animations it's pretty it's very 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 funny so do you know what we, we we've gone on for like the last hour talking about all this stuff and there was one thing we kind of just skipped completely past uh and that was whether we went to Walton towers we did go to Walton towers on friday yeah which i, I know we, we've talked once before about Walton towers but um the the important thing is a bit of an update on uh it was it was good to actually get to see the new roller coaster smiler uh, up close and personal because last time it was just half term and everything was just you know Shook. cordoned off <laughs> yeah. you could see just over the horizons like lift hill rising out or something like ooh that looked good but then this time you, you could get right the way down to oblivion to be fair when you're at the top of oblivion you could get the absolute perfect view of Smiler I just wish that you could take photos on the uh, yeah on, on the top of oblivion because it looked so so good absolutely amazing a lot of that we were walking Huge. up to uh, to Oblivion as well, and we were having a quick look at. You could see some of the curvature mm. uh, going over it, and then straight away the missus just runs up and starts peeling back the, uh, <laughs> the, the yeah the, the covers on the fence to yeah, stop even looking. Fence, at just, to, just to have look. He's like, look, you see the workman, um, and there's also like a hole now where it goes down as well. Yeah, um, but just it looks huge for such a small space. Mm. It looks like they crammed in so much, and the spider. Um, yeah, smiling. The marmalizer. The marmalizer looks. The idea of the marmalizer is, is that's the thing that makes you smile. Basically, yeah, the whole thing. The point of smiler is you go and play on it. You, you know, you, they, they, you ride on it and you come off with a massive grin on your face. You can't get rid of, and it's this science experiment. Obviously, there's always some rubbish story that goes on with the rides on towers yeah. and Thor. <laughs> let's face it. Like, not let's not get into the story of hex and the uh, mystical stick. That makes you turn upside down. However, <coughs> though the um, the story for the Smiler, we did a a little mini what classes of scare maze. Yeah, which uh, unfortunately closed today, which is why we were like, we need to go. It's closing. We got to go. Yeah, the sanctuary. It was, it was so good, so so good, so nerve wracking. Yeah, for anyone who's been to Alton Towers during Scarefest, which is the, if you're only going to go to Alton Towers once, go during Scarefest. Brilliant. Um, they turn the towers into a scare maze. Um, and they essentially they make they one of them this last October um, was called the Sanctuary, and it was basically just kind of a, uh, the pre-story to uh, to what you know the Smiler and this whole thing called the Ministry of was it Ministry of Mayhem or something like that Ministry, Ministry of Mirth I can't remember something like that I yeah. recorded it again we'll have a video up of our, our fun day out at Alton Towers on our website at some point soon I I'll need to find time to edit it. Um, 
but um, they they decided they'd keep it all there over the closed season and reopen it with the park this season. Um, and it just it's so good. Best scare maze I think I've ever been on. Like, yeah, the, towers. the only downside about it was that no one warned me there was going to be nurses until <laughs> we were literally about to enter. <laughs> yeah, it's but the, the the general story is that it's it's like it's kind of uh, mental asylum slash hospital. So there's all these people who've been experimented on and operated on to make them permanently smile. Yeah, um, and the makeup was was brilliant. It was great. It was, it was so creepy. The, act, the acting was brilliant, to be fair. Yeah, and most of them. But the, I found with with the scare bases on towers, they've got this one guy who's slightly large, who's been in I'm sure every single <laughs> scare thing we do, who goes <laughs> as his <laughs> scary noise. He he literally follows us around, I'm sure, in Alton Towers because he done the dual live when he popped out. Wow! Uh, in there, he got a good memory. He he done the he was in the clown scare maze. Oh, that's right, the uh, boiler room. And in the boiler room, yeah, he was there okay. as well. Um, and then yeah, he was in he was in the obvious, the normal scare maze uh, that they do the ta- terror so towers, and he was he was here again. So I'm sure he's. Even if he's not, I heard, I did hear around. someone snort, but I didn't see him. So. It was, it was him again because I turned around and started laughing because last time Ash was going like, did he just snort at me like a pig? That's not that scary. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, all the other actors though were, were phenomenal. Uh, it was such a good scare and creepy as hell. Yeah, even the queue as you walk up, they've got this kind of um, voiceover playing over like. I mean, if you've, if you've played Bioshock, imagine the sort of music and all the voiceovers from that. It was it was so eerie. Yeah, uh, even the posters, queuing. the the posters were like the plasmid posters uh, yeah. from Bioshock or likes of Fallout as well. Um, yeah. So like start smiling young, <laughs> yeah, things like that. Start off like yeah, start baby. better off. Smile more. It's yeah. amazing, but so so good, so so creepy. So it's opening back up again, isn't it, for October Scare Maze? I'm assuming so. Yeah, I think that's what I read on the on the actual website. Yeah, I just um, don't get why they're not yeah. keeping it open until um, until Smiler actually opens. Well, yeah, because that's the thing. It's opening very shortly. It's opening in May, so they surely could keep it going, yeah. even if they just do it on the likes of a Friday and a Saturday, mm. something where they know it's going to be the busiest days. Just keep it going. I mean, like we said, again, it would do it's nice an extra to... ride to take some of the crowds away from the busy areas, which, well, to be fair, it wasn't busy in the slightest. Brilliant. I think the longest we queued was probably about... 15 to 20 minutes for 13 everything else was about 5 minutes even counting front rows yeah uh, one of my favourite quotes ever um, for, for Alton Towers we were walking around Alton Towers going into Rita um, and you know when you try and convince somebody to go on a ride and yes. like honestly it'll be alright just close your eyes just yeah. don't think about it just please come on with me yeah you're locked in you've got restraints on they wouldn't let you do it if it wasn't safe yeah well there's a a, um, a woman who's trying to convince her friend to come on the uh, Rita, on Rita with her so that's, like, the, that's <laughs> the one that launches you to like 60 mile an hour or something in the space of 3 seconds just yeah. in case you don't know and she was like it's alright don't worry about it it's only the same speed you go on the motorway it's not like you know it'll be all right. You've got this. Yeah. It's just it's just the speed of what we're going on the motorway. And the woman then turned around and went, "That's still too fast for me." <laughs> and they walked off. I could not stop laughing. If on I the entire queue. if I th- would thought that if I was just like, yeah, it is just like on the motorway. I'd have gone. What's the point in even riding it? Yeah. <laughs> However, when you went front row, it was it was genius. Well, that's good. It was good. So much fun. So it's right. It's so much better mm-hmm. um, with the G Force as well. Yeah, there's not a lot of rides that I've been like. Say you know you've got Nemesis. Um, I've been on the ride in America. You know, been on like Montu or um, Dueling Dragons, um, which are just 
a lot better. They just, you know, as everyone can imagine, American rice just seems to be that much better. There's always something about them, but well, they don't true. lessen how how much I enjoy Nemesis. Rita's the only one that that does. Some of the launch ones that that we've been on, um, just so so much better. Just Rita's just it's a bit I don't know it's a bit dull. All it's got is that shoot off and then it just goes round a couple of times and then comes back to the station. Just like mm. that's a bit. <laughs> what was that? It tickles your belly. That, that's the uh, beautiful voice of Ashley. It is indeed. She Hello, said it, it tickles <laughs> your belly. You know you do need to remove my voice off it. It's too late. It's we're talking over it now. <laughs> but um, yeah, and especially, and you'll you'll be exactly the same when we go to Thought Park. You'll go on Stealth, which again is pretty much the same roller coaster, just with that whole vertical bit. And you'll just be like, I, I can't now go on Rita ever again. Right, okay, fair <laughs> I've got enough. no interest. I do, I do really like the look of, of stealth, and yeah. I really can't wait for June for our, for our little tra- trip mm-hmm. around. It's going to yeah. be so good. I can't, can he wait? Uh, yeah, but that'll be the next... Uh, in fact, the next Alton Towers trip is going to be um, for thingy... Um, Smiler opening, really. But um, Oh, I've got one more thing I wanted to talk about, actually. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy we have more casting news um, well potential news <laughs> I've not actually heard any updates for, this, um, for, for a week or so but um, they announced that uh, like a week ago um, Zoe Saldana was in line for playing Gamora um, which is actually well if, if, if she agrees to it all will make what three pretty massive franchises she'll say, be involved yeah. in um, which is pretty good going because um, obviously she's got Avatar, um, which I, I can't see her not being in the the two sequels they've got planned, um, and then she's in Star Trek as well as Uhura. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that goes along with what Batista as um, Drax and Chris Pratt as Star Lord. Still waiting on to find out who they're going to get for Rocket Raccoon and uh, Groot. Although Groot doesn't need to be anyone, anyone famous in the slightest. Rocket Raccoon. I still think I think they need to get Simon Pegg to do the voice I would love it if they had Simon Pegg in but the thing is though if they're going to have um, obviously Ant-Man in the next phase mm. as well do you really reckon he could do that and well I don't don't think he's he's got any links to Ant-Man I don't think he's he's going to be Ant-Man I I thought originally he was going to be Ant-Man no I mean it's Edgar Wright so you'd think he'll have something to do with it you'd assume so but he didn't have anything to do with Scott Pilgrim you know no, no I just I, I genuinely thought that Siren Pegg was I don't, I don't think so um, I mean it's kind of fit and especially just if he then, they then brought him in into into the whole cinematic universe like in Avengers uh, he would just uh, him talking to Robert Downey Jr you just cannot have anything but pure comedy yeah I be, think that he, would be yeah, phenomenal if he's not Ant-Man then he definitely needs to be it hmm he really does need to be Rocket Raccoon um, I don't know who else really could, I suppose it would be likes of Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey wouldn't it that I suppose it would be I don't think so I, you know, I don't think they'll have a, an all out comedian I don't think anything like that and at the end of the day uh, it, it doesn't need to be anyone famous even you know, no. but they may as well I think it's yeah, it's, it's all star power isn't it I think Simon Pegg would bring a lot to it just as you know Put on his uh, his Scotty voice. Everyone knows he does a great Scottish accent. That is true. That's all we need, really. <laughs> uh, right, time for one more thing, really, and then we've got to be going. 
I can't believe how quick that's come round again. Yeah. But while we're on the subject of just one more thing, possibly the weirdest one more thing uh, we're going to do now. More so than uh, rude bread. Yeah, but strangely... Actually, it, kind of, yes. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it comes surprisingly from Japan. Oh. Shock horror. Um, I, was, I was messing around on the Tinty Webs uh, the other day having a look at the weirdest games um, which had come out, and there's an arcade game in Japan called Boonga Boonga. Um, oh yeah, basically this is boonga, an ar- boonga. <laughs> this is an arcade cabinet uh, with what can only be described as a bent over arse <laughs> and as the as the main feature. So basically, the game um, is a stress reliever. Um, you get a plastic finger, well, a plastic glove, which has got a, uh, the index finger sticking out, um, and you use that to penetrate the plastic <laughs> arse. Um, okay. And saying, but you use it for the likes of this is so dodgy. A child molester, um, it could be an ex-boyfriend slash girlfriend, or even a mother-in-law. Um, <laughs> uh, some of the characters uh, which you use uh, to, well, ram the finger there. Okay. Uh, which is so weird. Um, and if that doesn't get you excited enough. Uh, for the whole prospect of relieving your stress, then you also win a plastic piece of feces if the what? Yeah, if the game classes your, that far your score in the article that you sent me. Yeah, what? If, if you actually score high enough, uh, deemed worthy enough to go on the leaderboard, then you get a plastic piece of poo as your <laughs> trophy. Um, it's it's possibly one of the most insanest things. Um, what the, does Boonga Boonga translate as? Boonga Boonga actually trans- translates as spank. Okay. Okay. So spank, spank. I suppose, <laughs> which is why in the U in the US when they port it across, because it actually has left Japan. I don't understand how that has made it out. But what they've done is when they brought it across to the to the US, you now spank the okay. arse instead of ramming it That's with a, a plastic bad. finger. Um, I'm still can't, I can't see that showing up in many arcades. So. No, but I would love it next time we did go to Centre Park. So if they had <laughs> Silent Hill arcade had gone, like, oh, but then no, Bunga Bunga's there, yay! It's it's just it's the weirdest weirdest game. Like, would you feel comfortable going through an arcade, put put it in like a quid, and then using a plastic finger to to basically ram? Well, see, that's the thing. Just to go back to Silent Hill Arcade, it has a curtain, doesn't it, to to pull around you on on some some of them. Um, so you're kind of playing a bit in the dark, and you're not, you know, people aren't really watching you or anything like that. Just get a bit of atmosphere. I think this is this needs a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I I don't see how anyone else would want to play it unless it's members of staff in the arcade place once the the place is closed, because nobody would really want to see the, the missus does have a finger up though, so I think she would like to play it. No, I'm just basically saying if they had a curtain, you know, people might potentially do something else to it. You have to lower the tone, Ashley. I'm sorry. You never speak, and then suddenly you pipe up, and you're just like, <laughs> "Someone may defile the machine." Well, it's just because I know what Reg is like. So. <laughs> wow, <laughs> unbelievable! <laughs> and this is the reason why we don't usually invite her onto the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. No. Um, however, that was the lovely Ash. Um, the filthy Ash. Yeah, filthy, filthy Ash. Word. Um, but I suppose it it is true what she was saying is. Especially the likes of the UK, where all the lads go out, get drunk at what the age of like fifteen, sixteen, think it would probably be dead funny to to insert stuff into the likes of that game. Um, it'd be quite shocking. Ba-dum-tsh. 
because obviously they'll get the shock from sticking their oh okay their junk that, inside the yeah. the machine. That um, wasn't really bedumped worthy to be honest. Fine, but I I got it. I just the joke needs explanation. That's okay, it. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah. So that was the the just one more thing, and that ties in nicely to the end of the podcast then. Yeah. So not really. Yeah, so. but like Dan said, unfortunately, I may not be in the next podcast if yeah. we're going to be doing it live from the we'll from St. Parks. We'll, we'll see what the uh, the Wi-Fi is like at St. Parks. Yeah. <laughs> if we get internet, Reg won't be on it. If we don't, we'll, we'll wait till we get home. Yeah, because I suppose it'd be the tenth. Yeah, tenth to be podcast, fair, we just Steve, Steve is is needed. He's missing. He's, we 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 do miss. We've him. done the last three really, really without him because he only sort of took part slightly in the in the gadget show live. Yeah. One. Yeah, and a little he was bit. Primarily the, the cameraman, wasn't he? So he did join in occasionally, but it was a weird one. So yeah, maybe we'll make it to four. I think Sean should realise his responsibilities. Who, who, who should what? Sean. Huh? Sean. I'm sorry, Steve. Right. Oh, Steve. Yeah. He, he, should. he should. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I mean, he only lives 45 minutes away. He, he should. He, he he needs to be committed to the pod, like like we are. Indeed. Yeah. Every week, without fail, we do we do something. We're lying on Reg's bedroom floor here. This it's not the most comfortable place I've ever been. I don't yeah. know. Your pose does look quite sexy, though. Yeah, I'm doing the uh, paint me like you paint your French girls pose. <laughs> topless as well. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, was... he's not topless. He's wearing his Mountain Dew T-shirt. Because <laughs> he's a Mountain Dew whore. Oh, I love Mountain Dew so much. That's the one reason I want. I want to just live in America. Yeah, not this fake England crap. Ugh, just Ugh. don't even. Although I still drink lots of. <laughs> you do drink. You, you took like a massive bottle around Alton Towers with you on Friday. It's all right. It's just not like the the OG Mountain Dew. Oh, just mm, super double big mega gulp full of Mountain Dew. And that's a perfect place to wrap it up. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, now. peeps. I'm Dan, and I've been Reg. She's been Ashley briefly. And Steve's not here. No, Ashley's a good enough replacement. That is true. Yes, time to geek out. Bye.